welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I wanted to talk about dealing with inclement weather. And as you may be able to see around me, it's a little blurry in the background. Um, it is pretty dark out, it's pretty rainy. It is actually about 3.30 right now on a Saturday afternoon. Normally it'd be really sunny, it'd be really bright, but today you may also be able to hear the wind noise. There is a bunch of wind, there's some rain coming through here. So again, today I wanted to touch a little bit on inclement weather and kind of how to deal with it, whether you're overlanding or dispersed camping or regular camping, car camping, whatever you want to call it. If you were out and you were in inclement weather, I just wanted to give you some tips, some pointers, some basics. Um, so if you are newer to dispersed camping or overlanding and kind of getting out and exploring, hopefully this will be really helpful for you. So if you want to learn more about how to deal with inclement weather, some tips and tricks, stay tuned. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, guys. So as I mentioned today, I'm going to be talking about how to deal with inclement weather when you're camping, dispersed camping, overlanding, anything that gets you into the outdoors when the weather is less than ideal, like it is today for me. Um, again, I'm in Hoosier National Forest. I'm an Indiana guy. It is has been raining. It has been blowing like crazy, like little dust devils of leaves. I mean, you can see all these leaves down behind me. It's early November, so all the leaves are down. The wind is blowing, and it's starting to cool off. It's moving out of fall and into winter. So, you know, you got to make sure that you're prepared when you come out into these kind of conditions. Um, if you're not, it leads to a really bad trip, right? So, again, being prepared, like all things in overlanding or dispersed camping, is really, really important. So I just wanted to, again, touch on some tips and tricks and kind of give you guys some ideas for things that you should bring for inclement weather. Now, before we get into it too deep though, I did want to point out that obviously there are different types of inclement weather, right? If you are out west and it gets really, really hot, you want to be prepared for heat, right? You want to be prepared for keeping yourself cool. You want to have some sort of a way to cool yourself down. What I'm going to be talking about today is I'm in the Midwest. So I'm going to be talking predominantly about rain. I'm going to be talking about uh, cold. I'm going to be talking about that kind of stuff. So that's when I say inclement weather, I'm talking about my localized inclement weather, which is cold, rain, sleet, snow, that kind of thing, right? So I'm going to break this up into three parts. I'm going to break this up into clothing, shelter, and then I'm going to break it up into like comfort items. And what I mean by comfort items is not so much like like luxurious items, but just things that will keep you from being so miserable that you may want to leave or quit on your trip. All right, so let's start with clothing. Um, again, right now it is about 66 degrees, so it's actually pretty nice outside. It is supposed to drop down into the 40s tonight, so I did bring a coat with me. Also, since it's supposed to rain, I brought this coat, which is actually a Nike coat, but it is totally waterproof, um, just kind of a, a lightweight windbreaker because, again, it's only going to drop about 15, 20 degrees tonight, so it's not like I need a winter jacket or anything like that, but this is totally waterproof. 
I can tell you a year or two ago, I went to uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan in September and it literally downpoured for three days. Lightning storms, thunderstorms, tons and tons of rain. I had this jacket, a waterproof jacket, and it changed the entire trip. Like I would have been miserable and soaked to the bone if I hadn't had a waterproof jacket. But the fact that I had this with me again, changed the entire trip. The ability to get into the truck, throw this thing on the passenger seat and take it off when it's I get, go to get out and it's raining again, I can throw it back on. It changed my entire outlook for the whole trip, made it a lot of fun. Um, so make sure you have the right clothes, right? If it's gonna rain, have a waterproof jacket, have some sort of a hat. Like again, normally, you know, I don't always wear a hat, but since I knew it was gonna rain and I'm a glasses wearer, I didn't wanna be inconvenienced. I didn't wanna have water all over my glasses and stuff. So I wore a hat and that will just keep the rain off my, my glasses, right? So just be thinking about stuff like that. Whatever your inclement weather is, if it's hot and you may want a hat to keep the sun out of your eyes, right? You may want sunglasses. So again, inclement weather can mean different things for different people in different locations. So just think about your own, put some thought into it, think about what you need to sort of overcome those challenges. And I'm sure you can come up with some ideas of your own, even if you're not in the Midwest or someplace that deals with cold and rain. All right, so other things to think about when you think about clothing is bringing spares, right? So. Again, when I went on that core trip, I brought several shirts, several pairs of boxer shorts, several pairs of pants, um, a few pairs of socks. I had some wool socks in case it got cold. I had some non-wool socks in case it wasn't cold. I had a pair of hiking shoes that I wore most of the time, but then I also had some like waterproof knee-height boots. So if we did get into a water crossing or mud, I could throw those on so that I wouldn't ruin my one pair of shoes that I had to wear most of the rest of the trip. So again, just be thinking about all those things that you may need to keep yourself comfortable, to keep yourself dry, to keep yourself warm, and you'll have a much better trip. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so next let's talk about sleeping. Sleeping is one of the most important things, right? Like if you can't sleep at night, if you are miserable throughout your entire trip and you can't sleep, it makes the whole rest of the trip awful. It means you're exhausted and tired all day when you're driving from you know one campsite to another and exploring trails. It increases the risk of danger because you're not as on top of it as you normally would be if you're tired and exhausted. Um, so getting some good night's sleep is really important. And typically, whether you're in the Midwest or somewhere else, the temps drop at night, right? So even out in the, in the desert and stuff out west, when it's really hot during the day, then sometimes at night it gets really, really cold. So being warm uh, is really important. And at the same time, you wanna try and save space, right? So, so if you're brand new and you just wanna get started, grab some comforters, grab some blankets that you've got, take what you got. You don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money on gear to buy a bunch of stuff just to be cool or overlandy, okay? That being said, when you get to the point where you are a little bit more into it, you're a little bit deeper into it, and you really are starting to deal with challenges of space in your rig, uh, maybe you don't have enough room because you have a truck. So you have like a deck system and maybe the deck system helps, but you still need small stuff to be able to fit in the drawers. Or maybe you have an SUV, but it's a small one like an Xterra or uh, you know something like that, that doesn't have as much room in it, then you gotta kind of be a little bit thoughtful about your space. So what I'm saying with that is, one of the things that I like a lot is my get out gear uh, down blanket. This thing is, you know, really tiny. It also compacts quite a bit. So if you needed to squeeze it somewhere, it will get even smaller. Um, but this thing for how small it is and how light it is, is actually extremely warm. So I use this again on that trip that I was talking about when I went to CORE, uh, the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat up in the Upper Peninsula a year or two ago. 
Um, when it was 30s and it was pouring down rain, it was lightning and stuff, I used this thing to keep myself warm at night because this is all I had. I literally, I was not as prepared that trip as I should have been. I had a t-shirt and I had a sweatshirt and then I had this and this saved my life because I was not prepared. I was freezing and then this thing kept me just warm enough to not be completely miserable. If you're trying to reduce your space, you know, something like this, it's pretty small, doesn't take up a ton of room. Um, wool blankets are also great. They're also pretty inexpensive. I will put links to this and the wool blanket and all the stuff that I use down in the description below. So if you're looking for something like that, hopefully that helps. But wool blankets, something like this, have something to keep you warm that, again, doesn't take up a ton of space and is easy to keep in your rig, right? So like I keep this in my truck at all times in my deck system so that if it does happen to get cold, I don't want to be freezing. I don't want to be miserable. I can go grab this thing and use it when I need it. Um, another thing, if you are a hammock camper, which when I'm not in my truck and I'm not in a rooftop tent, I'm a hammock camper. That's my, my preference. I sleep much better in those. So something like this Wise Owl uh, underquilt is an amazing addition. So this thing's about 60 bucks, I believe. It is, you know, you can see how big it is. It's, it's actually fairly large, but it's not huge, huge. Still fit in the trunk of a car really easily. It will fit in your back seat, down on the floorboards. Um, you can probably squeeze it underneath of a chair or a seat in your vehicle, if we're being honest. But this thing is a game changer when it comes to hammocks. I used this thing, it got down into the 30s about a month ago at night. And normally I would have been absolutely freezing because you know how hammocks are, right? You're basically laying on a very thin piece of fabric and you're exposed to the elements. So when you put this in between, it basically creates an air barrier between the underquilt and your underbody, right? The under part of the, the hammock. So by introducing something like this into the mix, it keeps you significantly warmer and helps you have a much better night's sleep in a hammock. So if you're in a hammock, think about that sort of stuff. If you are in a tent or if you're in a rooftop tent, um, air mattresses generally in the cold are not the best idea. Reason being, they create the opposite of an air gap, right? They create a space for air to fill. So when you're laying on an air mattress, the air inside of it actually will absorb that cold from underneath of your vehicle or underneath your rooftop tent or from the ground, depending on what you're using to sleep in. And then it will make that air under you even colder. It will make it cold. Um, so an air mattress typically is not the best option for that. Something more like a memory foam mattress or a combination air memory foam mattress that's not just air is a better combination. So whenever something like this wind happens or rain happens or cold temps happen, you want to make sure that you don't have, you know, like a really crappy cheapo awning that's going to fold under the wind and just break. You want to make sure that you have good quality gear that's going to keep you protected and keep you comfortable and keep you happy so that you can stay out and camp more, right? Jeez, I told you it's windy. So then as far as shelter goes too, another thing to think about is, you know, if you are a tent camper, you have your tent, it has some sort of like a rain fly or something on it that's going to keep it waterproof. But right now, like I'm sitting out around a fire. If it starts to rain right now, I have two choices. I can get in my car and sit and play on my phone, or I can get in my tent and be stuck in the tent. And I don't really have anything that I can do. I'm not really prepared to do anything but hide from the rain. Um, another option that you could do is an awning, like I mentioned, or you could also do something like this Kelty Noah tarp, um, some sort of a tarp, an adjustable multi-functional tarp that you can set up different ways. You can set it up as a windbreak, you can set it up you know, over top of a hammock, you can set it up as basically like an A-frame style. There's a million different ways that you can set these tarps up. But like one thing I could do right now is do sort of a high uh, tarp up to some trees, tarp, attach the tarp up to some trees and kind of go back over top of me so that it's far enough above the fire that it's not gonna catch any ashes and get burned up. Um, but it will also kind of protect me from the rain and allow me to sit out and enjoy my time a little bit more versus having to move to the car 
But by having something like an extra tarp, then you know you could use it as a backup to keep you dry while you're sitting out around the fire. You could use it to cover your stuff. So if you had like gear on the ground, if you had boxes, Plano crates or things like that, coolers, and you wanted to kind of keep those protected, you could use the tarp for that. Um, you could use it as extra, you know, if it's really windy and really rainy, like over my hammock, my hammock has its own built-in rain fly. I could also put a tarp over top of it to help protect it even more and make sure that I stay dry. Um, so having something like a tarp, any kind of tarp, there's tons of cheaper options. I just, I've had this Kelty for years and it's really well made and you can use it a million different ways. So I really like it. So I'll put a link to this, but I'll also find you some cheap ones too. I mean, there are some that I've seen that are like 15, 20 bucks that are very similar to this that would work just about as well. They may not last as long, but they're fine, especially if you're starting out. But so again, shelter is extremely important. It does obviously take a lot of shelter to keep you dry and warm. Right now I'm dealing with all this wind and I may have to set up this tarp here in a second just because I think it's gonna rain as well. So, so hopefully that's helpful when we're talking about shelter. All right, so then the last part of this podcast slash vlog, let's talk about comfort. And again, I'm not saying comfort like, you know, like an ice machine or like a smoothie maker or blender or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is just, again, making sure that you don't have a miserable time. Um, one of the ways that I would recommend to do that, especially in the cold, is something like chemical hot hands or rechargeable battery-powered hand warmers, those type of things. Again, I'll put links to all that in the description. I've got several of those that are awesome. But these things, I mean, when it gets cold, if I'm sleeping in this hammock tonight and it gets really cold and my, you know, get out gear blanket is not doing it, I'm going to crack a couple of these things open, throw them down in my pockets or throw them down at my feet. And these things make all the difference. They will warm you up. They will change your complete outlook on how you are feeling about your trip. So things like that, while they may seem like luxurious really can have a big impact on how happy you are in your trip how well rested you are after you know a day of hard trails that you've been hitting it just helps a lot to be comfortable another thing that i recently got that i will put a card to up here uh, to show to you in more detail is ignic uh, who makes they make a five pound uh, propane tank with a nice carrying case they also make a seat heater for camping chairs so it's actually, there are a couple of different versions. There's one that's just the seat pad, so like you sit on it, and then there's one that's like a seat pad and your back, so it's kind of like a, you know, like a seat shape. Um, but they are, they power off USB, so you can plug it into a portable power generator, you can plug it into like a little power bank like this, and you could run that thing for, you know, a pretty good amount of time. It's actually pretty low draw for what it is, for being a seat heater. But like right now, you know, it's only 3.34 o'clock here, and I'm sitting out in my chair in Hoosier National Forest. It is about mid-60s right now, but it is going to start cooling off. And by 9, 10 o'clock, it's going to be down in the 40s, 50s. So, you know, again, you're kind of going to hit a wall where you're like, I guess I'll just go to bed now because I'm starting to get cold. Or if you have the right comfortable gear, like the Ignix seat heater, like the hot hands, like a good, you know, fleece sweatshirt or jacket, um, like a hat, like gloves, like wool socks, that kind of thing then you can sort of extend your trip. You can stay up later, you can have a good time, you can hang out with your friends more. You don't have to feel like you just have to go to bed because you're cold or because it's getting cooler, right? So the comfort stuff, again, it has a big mental uh, impact. It makes your trip a lot more fun. It makes you a lot well more well-rested. Like there are some big benefits to just making sure you're comfortable. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I'm like an old school dude. I went camping a bunch when I was a kid. We didn't have luxuries, we didn't have comforts. I would just go out and deal with it and freeze to death all night. But then I'd come home and I'd be exhausted. And that was like, I was like, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old in the woods behind my house and I would just walk home. I didn't have to go drive my car for 10 hours the next day on trails. I wasn't in the Ozarks taking a week long trip, for example, and having to hit trails and get to destinations each day 
to you know sort of hit our goals for where we want to go for the trip um, so when you take that you can only quote unquote man or woman up for so long right like you can only toughen it out for so long before you're just going to be miserable and you may want to call it quits you may want to go to a hotel or you know you may just give up um, so again thinking about that stuff is probably one of those things that I think a lot of people don't think about myself included right like I just I come out here and I'm unprepared a lot of the times and now over the years I've started to figure out man if I just brought some hot hands with me right like I might have had a much better trip like I might have been able to stay up later I might have been able to hit more trails I might have been able to hang out more every night stuff like that makes a big difference all right so that was the podcast slash vlog on inclement weather and just some sort of general tips right now now you and i both know that there's no way that i could have possibly hit every single tip every single trick every single type of climate or inclement weather possible in this video um, so I want to hear from you guys. Post up in the comments down below. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what I missed, right? I've just tried to give you guys a smattering of a little bit of everything to deal with clothes, shelter, and comfort, right? So let me know in the comments what you guys think. Let me know what, uh, you know, what you've had to deal with. Is it high winds in the desert? Is it hot temperatures? Is it bugs? You know, what have you had to deal with? And how did you tackle those challenges? I'd love to hear from you. If you're not already, uh, make sure to click that subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when new videos drop on YouTube. Or if you're on the podcast and you enjoyed the podcast, go leave it a five-star review. It helps a ton. Also in the description down below are links to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I've got a Patreon page. We've got an exclusive Discord for the Patreon folks. And it is an awesome, tight-knit community. Like, so if you want to be a part of that, click on that Patreon link, sign up down there. Also in the description below is a link to the Newbie Overlanders Facebook page. Totally free to join if you're on Facebook. Come hang out. There's tons of members in there now. Tons of great conversations happening every day. It's different from the bigger boards where there's tons and tons of people and no moderation. If people are being super mean or if people are being spammy, they get kicked immediately. So if you want to have a different experience with an overlanding group on Facebook, come and join Newbie Overlanders. Um, but so that'll do it for this week's episode. I hope that was helpful for you. If it was, click that like button. If you're on the podcast, like I said, leave a five-star review. Be huge. I would love it. So anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week.